I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Welcome to Speak on it with who you with, Kurt, bro. I'm him. I'm him. I'm him. I'm him. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt, bro. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt, bro. I'm him. I'm him. I'm him. I'm him. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt, bro. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt, bro. I'm him. Welcome, I'm him. Welcome, I'm him. Welcome, I'm him. Welcome, welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt, bro. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt, bro. I'm him. Welcome, welcome, I'm him. Welcome, welcome, I'm him. Welcome, welcome, I'm him. Welcome, welcome, I'm Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt, bro. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt, bro. I'm him. Welcome, welcome, I'm him. Welcome, welcome, I'm him. Welcome, welcome, I'm him. I'm at welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm at welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm at welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm at welcome to speak. 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 I'm at 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 welcome to want to welcome everyone to the show tonight uh facebook youtube periscope twitch uh twitter uh d live that's in the house you can live chat with us in the chat room tonight oh man it's been a day um apologize for my tardiness um but we had a family prayer call so just um uh that's all I'm gonna say about it for right now. Welcome to the show, T Cal. Um, but true believers, I'm asking that you pray. That's all I'm asking. Um, but also, man, it's been a, a full night tonight, so um, but definitely, um, uh, just keep my family, my family, myself in your prayers, and um, let's uh get it started. Um, the Super Bowl is Sunday. Who do you pick for the Super Bowl win? Who would you like to see win? Do you want Kansas to win or Tampa Bay to win? Let me know. Um, I personally, I think it will be a pretty good game. I feel that it's, um, Gonna be an interesting game. So um it's gonna be interesting for the simple fact Brady went down to Tampa Bay and I changed the whole team around. And now they're in the Super Bowl. They started off kind of rough this year, but they're going to the Super Bowl. Um Kansas, of course, Malone, hey, they they did it last year. They could do it again this year. Welcome to the show, Radio Chaos. Um, speaking of Radio Chaos, uh, thank you for my gift. Um, he actually sent me a hello, uh, Baba Head. Uh, if you can't see it good, of course, that's uh, Toilet Trump on the toilet bowl. So. Oh, and he have his cell phone tweeting, so I appreciate that gift. I'm going to have to get it 
to a point where I can have it on camera standing behind me while he's tweeting. Maybe he'll be tweeting about the show. <laughs> but um, um, I I feel Kansas can take it. That's who I, I will pick to win. Um, but one thing Kansas cannot do, Kansas cannot allow Tampa Bay to get ahead and try to come back. It just won't work. Um, I know they saying Brady is old, and um, when he first came in the NFL, um, Malone was a baby, a peewee, but at the same time, um, it was um, it was actually um, going to be pretty interesting um, on that whole thing. So it, I think it will be a pretty good game. I can't wait for it and see how it turns out. Um, so definitely, um, that'll be interesting. I'm going to have to see what time the game is over with. And um, once it's over, I would definitely try to be here on Sunday because I know Sunday everybody's going to be watching the games. What are you most interested in? Is it halftime? Or I believe it's the weekend during halftime, and then you have um, um, the commercials. I know the commercials going to be kind of strange this year uh, due to COVID, but also um, – I hear that uh, um, hear that um, uh, Robin Hood is coming out with a um, with a commercial to address the GameStop uh, stock thing. So um, I feel the commercial is going to be real good. Um, if you're on Facebook, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to be straight up honest with you tonight. My mind is not in the right place. I do apologize. Um, but if you are on Facebook listening, uh, you could definitely um, um, send me a message. to Because I don't know if the chat is working right on Facebook or not. But um, definitely, um, I think the game all in all will be pretty good. As for um, um, the game itself, which everybody know, I pretty much my true friends know. I haven't really been paying attention to um, to uh, the football game. Welcome to the show, Nicole E. Smith uh, Callahan, watching on uh, Facebook. Send me a message. Let me know if it's working or not, because they have a new feature on on. Um, Facebook, where you can actually uh, um, be able to say, okay, it is working. I just sent one, so it is welcome. Uh, it is showing up on Facebook, so that's good. Um, I think Kansas have a very good chance, but they cannot play around with them. Um, they cannot play around with Tampa Bay because Brady, he lived for this. And um, he left for it, so it's gonna be very interesting. I thank you for that message, Nicole. I believe 
when I did it, it came right up, but yours, for some reason, it's a delay in it. Um, it haven't came up yet. So I don't know. I'm going to keep watching my phone and um, uh, in case people are sending messages in. But I really feel the Kansas have a, a, a very good chance of winning this game. But they have to come out. They have to play all four quarters. They can't play a half a quarter and try to play comeback. That's not going to work with Brady because you let him get out and lead. He's going to smell that uh, that trophy, and he's going to be going to continue to run with it. Um, yeah, it did make it in one piece uh, radio. I'm glad it did, too. And they have a little weight on it, so this is pretty interesting. That look on his face, I'm like, I'm like, this dude is, uh, he looked possessed a little bit. So I'm gonna have to uh, get away if I can put it behind me, and um, for when we start talking about him, that he is get the shaking. So um, T Cow says she going for Kansas. Says she loved the commercials. Um, um. I don't know why your comment did not come up, Nicole. It didn't come up on my stream, but it did come up on Facebook, but not on the stream. Uh, T. Cal said halftime shows are now overrated. Uh, commercials are best besides the game. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of sick of uh, Brady as good as he is. And and I was telling some friends a while back, I said, you know what? Brady got a good chance of, of going to the Super Bowl. And sure enough, they made it to the Super Bowl. So um, that that's going to be interesting because if he end up winning the Super Bowl, I can actually see Brady um, I don't know how long his contract is with Tampa Bay, but I can see him sticking around longer than what he should stick around because those are some pretty old knees and uh, you can't take too many more hits. But um, who knows if he were any he say that's it, hang it up. I'm not sure how, how much his uh, contract is for, how long it's for, but um, that's going to be interesting. So, uh man. So uh today, Adam Coy, some of you may remember who it is, may not remember who it is. Um, that's the former Columbus police officer that um that shot and killed Andre Hill in the garage. I think it was back in December. And he was charged with murder today which he should have been. He definitely should have been charged with murder, um, which is um, also often a lot of the cops get off. But what we also have to pay attention to with this, um, we need to make sure not only charging him, but finding him guilty of killing his brother. Because here it is, the brother had a cell phone in his hand. You can clearly see the phone is lit up. And he decided to shoot 
all because of a noise complaint. That's the problem we have in America when it comes down to uh, whites and blacks dealing with the police. If that was a white guy, it never would have happened. We never would have heard about it. But because Andre Hill was a black man in a garage listening to music every once in a while, crank up the car for the battery won't go dead because it was cold outside. And when the police come up, he have his hand up in the air. And you can clearly see he's holding a cell phone. And the officer shot and killed him. Then turned around, did not provide any type of help for him. I believe it was a sergeant or a lieutenant that showed up before they actually provided help for him. But that's the way they do black people. When it come down to the police and black people, they feel that we are not human beings. And you want to know why we don't trust you? We have a greater chance of being killed by you just by interacting with you. And we need to make sure the cops are being held accountable for their actions. We cannot let this keep going on where people are doing these type of things. They keep their job. And then when they get two or three of the same incident up under their belt, the, the police department finally decides to terminate them. But we need to make sure they are charged and held accountable. And also, if for some reason they handpick these juries and they find them not guilty, we need to make sure they can never be a police officer again. Because it's just a matter of time before it happened again. It's sickening when you hear about stories like this. You hear about the cops um, pepper spraying nine-year-old kids, um, killing unarmed black people, and they get a paid vacation. So I'm glad he was found the grand jury did indict him today, and he was arrested. Um, I don't know if he posted bail. Hopefully he didn't. Hopefully he didn't. Hopefully it's no bail, because if it was anybody else, they wouldn't give him a bail. Same way I feel about these terrorists. Why are you giving them bail? Why is it a question if a terrorist should go out of the country or not? That shouldn't even be a choice. But you want us to trust you. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. All policemen are not bad. I know some great officers that is on the force today. But you want us to trust 
these scary white cops that are doing these. You hear more about these scary white cops that are shooting unarmed black people. That's a problem within itself. If it was uh, um, something that was across the board, you would hear about more black police officers killing folks, unarmed folks. But you don't. Every time, it's almost all the time when it's a, a police shooting, it has something to do with a white cop and a black person being killed. Now, if your life is in th- is is truly being threatened, that's completely different. If they trying to shoot you, yeah, you have every right to defend yourself. But just because they holding a cell phone, just because they run from you, you want to shoot them? Or just because they tell you they have a license to carry you want to shoot them. Or better yet, just because they don't agree with what you're saying, the reason why you're approaching them in the first place, that do not give you a right to shoot them. But it happens so often. And you expect for us to sit back and act like nothing is wrong. We're tired. It's a new day. It's time to make a change. That's why it's so important to vote for your local election. I was looking yesterday, and congratulations to uh, the new mayor of DeSoto, uh, Mayor Prother. Um, I was looking at that election today. 38,000 registered voters in the city of DeSoto. 8.55% showed up to vote. I think the total election had almost 3,300 voters to vote for the mayor election and also the city council seat. But Here it is. You complain about the laws that's being made, but you're not trying to be a part of the solution. Part of the solution is basically, uh, part of the solution is the, um, um, you getting out and vote, your elected officials, and holding them accountable. When it's time to go to jury duty, don't try to get out of it. Go through it. Whatever it may be. Be a part of the solution. But as long as you keep not letting your voice be heard, what's going to happen? We're going to continue to have incidents like this. Um. Nicole said uh, a lot of people problems are the street cops. They are the major problem. I agree with you. I do agree with you. Um, 
because a lot of these cops and most of them is not from our neighborhood. A lot of them not. I know when I was in school, um, uh, our school resource officer, Mr. Nobles and uh, Mr. Barnes, I believe his name, they was cooler than a fan. One black, one white. And they was cool. They treated everybody the same. You never heard of an incident where they abused their uh, their powers. But here it is, this fool in Florida body slam a, a teenage girl that was cooperating with her. Nicole also said and was able to go to Mexico. I'm not sure if she gone. I believe she have a court date tomorrow. And I think she's supposed to go either the 13th or 18th of this month. So she have a court date tomorrow. And if this judge allow her to go, a terrorist to go out of the country, that judge needs to be off the bench. That's all to it. Because, and this is a federal judge. So that judge needs to be removed. It's no way... Any of these folks should have bail. None of them should have bail. Um, people very rarely vote in the local election, and that's the problem. Yes, it is. It is the problem because they'll sit back and complain, but they don't want to be a part of the solution. Part of the solution, get up, get registered to vote. Go out and vote. Let your voice be heard. Um, let your voice be heard and be a part of it. I don't care how you vote. At least go out and vote. 38,000 people and only almost, I think it was almost 3,300 that showed up to vote. 8.55%. For whatever reason, they had early voting. I seen Smash, uh, his crew did a live yesterday at the polls, so it wasn't a long line. I think it was only, don't quote me on it, but I think it was maybe 11 mail-in votes. So you could have got out and let your voice be heard. But once again, a lot of people do not take local election important. It's very important. That's where our laws are made at. I don't care who you vote for. Get out and vote. Um. It seemed like every other day this is happening. Yes, this this incident actually happened back in December, December the 22nd. Um, Corp, as a white, uh, who is white, responded with another officer December the 22nd to a non-emergency disturbance call about a park SUV that had, had been running on and off for a period of time. Hill was inside a garage and an expected guest at that house 
about 10 seconds, 10 seconds after the encounter, after encountering uh, Kor, Kor fired his service weapon at Hill multiple times. Neither Kor nor the other officer turned on their body camera until after the shooting. To after the shooting, because of a look back featured on the camera that recorded the second set, 60 seconds before their turn on, the shooting itself was captured on video with no audio. So, 10 seconds after having an encounter with this officer, man, shot and killed. No way this should happen. No way at all. TCAL said it's sad that this is now just an everyday thing, but police brutality is so disheartening. Yes, it is. It is very disheartening. Um, welcome to the show, Marcella Smith. I apologize. I didn't see you when you first came in. Um, much love to you, too. So this this is um I'm glad they charged him. Uh, as far as I know, uh, I don't think he was uh granted bail, but I'm not quite sure. Um but the brother should still be alive today. If that cop just took the time to find out what was going on. But they're so scared of the color of our skin where they do stuff like this. And it's nothing being done about it. That's that's the bad part about it. Nothing is being done. And that's what we need to change. Um, Exactly. He had every right to open fire. Every right. For the simple fact you broke in. In a restricted area. If this man can stand up to all of those people. And and tuck their focus off of the Senate to keep it on them on him. For he could get them away from the hall. But. Not one shot was fired by him. Even with people approaching him in a threatening way, he had every right to open fire because he was doing his job. It came out yesterday that the officer that that shot and killed the young lady, they decide no charges will be filed against him. I don't see what the discussion was. He did his job. Unfortunately, she lost her life. She should have known better. And I want to uh, ask a question because I seen a story where um, Department of uh, Defense is asking them to stand down for 60 days because of military veterans and different people took part in this. 
Do you feel like, or if it's even possible, by them being a, a active military or a veteran that is getting benefits from the government, the same one that they committed a terrorist act on, should they lose those benefits? Because at this point, you messing with the hand that's feeding you. I'm just asking. I don't know. If if they're part of it, you committing treason on, on America, why not? So, yeah. Do you feel like they should lose their benefits? I know I'm going to get some hate speech about this one. Because I'm like, look, you need to look at all of your actions. You did this. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> Marcella said, absolutely. If I do something on the job that's wrong, I get penalized. Why should they be any different? I agree with you. I agree with you. You go and attack this great America. Put us at risk. Welcome to the show, Michelle Smith. Um, listening in on Facebook, you can live chat with us on the uh, on Facebook. I don't know why Facebook chat is not coming up, but um, but I'm looking at my phone too, so you can definitely live chat with us. So Marcella said, "Yeah, they should lose their benefit because a lot of things come down with it. You up here." You're probably getting uh, full benefits. You trusted enough to serve, but you don't trust our government enough. And that's all because of one person. This is who y'all should blame. This person right here is the one y'all should blame. Him sitting on his toilet, tweeting. That's who you should be blaming. It's not our government. But he opened up the doors for them to do stuff. So, yeah. It's, it's very disheartening to hear about our vets and military personnel that is doing this. At some point, consequently, you got to pay the fine. You're going to go to jail. I hear some people are trying to make plea deals, plea deals, but that do not stop the fact that you went across our country. That's like giving uh, military secrets to another country to go against us. And because you have done that, you need to be held accountable. Um, 
I feel I definitely feel it on that. Now they should get a retro dishonored discharge and lose their pension and benefits. Not only that, I feel like the policemen that that are killing unarmed black people, they should same thing with them. They should be the same thing. <laughs> Along with prison time. Um Marcella said, I'm a janitor, and if I leave chemical out or leave a closet unlocked and a child drink the chemical and die, I will get charged for murder. And they won't even think twice. Because as soon as they find out what happened, clink, clink, they locking you up right away. Not going to think twice. But once again, it's not good. I feel like they should. Um, they should lose their benefits. That's my opinion. I don't know if they could legally do it, but you committed a terrorist act against America. America that most of you are getting benefits from. And that's another thing. Because I'm, some of those people that was out there is probably receiving uh, uh, food stamp, maybe receiving housing. You mess yourself up. It's nobody's fault but your own. You put yourself in that situation. No one else did. You did. So, should you lose your benefit? Exactly. Because the thing is, if you have a felony, you cannot get in public housing. At least here in Texas, you can't. So, now that you have committed a terrorist act, and if you are one of those that's getting those type of benefits, you should be um, on that same stage. You should not get anything. Um, Marcella said, but a police officer can kill a man and won't lose a dime. They should take their license after the first infraction. So do... You love killing people unlawfully more than feeding your family? Exactly. You're exactly right. For the simple fact, uh, what's the brother's name? Eugene? Uh, Officer Eugene. I can't remember his last name. But he was approached. He had every right when they was chasing him up the stairs. He had every right to open fire. But you know what? If he would have, they would have turned that story around and made him look like the bad guy. They would have overlooked how some of these senates and congressmen are trying to do. They would have overlooked the fact that they broke into Capitol Hill. They tore the doors down to get in. 
they would have looked all of that and would have said no. He shouldn't. Um, he shouldn't do it. Eugene Goodman. Thank you, Nicole. Nicole said his last name Goodman. Eugene Goodman. Um, so yeah, if he would have opened fire, the headline would have been something like "Crazy Officer Open Fire on Patriots." They ain't no. Ooh, they ain't no Patriots. If they were. They wouldn't have been there. Welcome to the show, Stevie uh, Biddy. They didn't break in. They were let in. In some cases, they were let in, but they was not invited. They started breaking windows, beating on doors, breaking glass. <laughs> they broke in. They broke in. Tell it like it is. Don't don't make it up. Just be straight up honest. They broke in. Um, hell, if if you breaking glass to get into a place, climbing through the windows, it's not like they went up and run the doorbell to get in. They definitely didn't do that. So you're talking about they didn't break in. They were let in. They was encouraged to go break in by a fool that was in office at the time that said he was going down there to uh, demand they change it also, force them to change it. And for some of these senates and Congress people trying to debate if they're going to impeach this fool and you okay with it. Matter of fact, one uh, Senate, um, uh, Gartes or whatever his name is, offered to resign to help Trump with the trial. And another Senate said, I, I accept your offer. That's how, how people are so crazy and think this man is going to get back in. Um, Radio said, uh, never thought I would see a mob of idiot get into the House of Senate chambers. You would think that would be the next to impossible. No. If, if Eugene Goodman would have took a stand, but instead he wasn't trying to hurt nobody. I said when it happened, I said he better than me because his life was at risk. You have this, the crazy folks rushing in the Capitol Hill, trying to overthrow our election, and you expect everything to be okay. He did good. Have a lot of patience. Because I'm going to be straight up honest. Couldn't have been me. Not when I have a mob of folks running behind me. Trying to catch me. When he took his baton and hit it down. Um, I would have. I'm sorry. 
I don't I don't have that type of patience. Uh, Nicole said um, a bunch of losers looking to kill Pelosi. Exactly. AOC and Schumer. Yeah. And they also talked about killing uh, Mike Pence. They said they was looking for him to kill him, too. But once again, they call them patriots. But when you have peaceful protests going on, you call everybody who's available for a peaceful protest. Nicole also said all, um, all of this is Trump fault. He told his people to stand back and stand by. Yes, he did. He surely did. Uh, Marcella said, even if they were let in, what was their purpose to go in? Ooh, that's a whole nother show, Marcellus. That's a whole nother show. I know what they purpose were because we seen the video of uh, people talking about we're in the White House. We just uh, not in the White House in Capitol Hill. We just tore down the doors. Uh, this is the greatest day of my life. But now they singing a different song. They're saying, but well, we didn't destroy nothing. We didn't do nothing wrong. We didn't break in. My mom always would say, if you hang out with the wrong crowd and somebody do something wrong, you just as guilty of that, as that person. And when they go down, you going down with them. Uh, Nicole said they wanted to hang Pence. Yep, that's what the goal was. They said that's the reason why they put the noose up there. To hang Pence. But people feel like they did nothing wrong. Uh, Marcella said they was unlawful and they all should have been shot on entry because if that was BLM, no one would have made it out alive. So miss me with that. I agree with you. <laughs> Help. I mean, um, like Trump said, they loot, we shoot. But instead, this fool Asking them to go home, talking about we love you. You love them attacking America? You love them trying to overthrow our government, our election? Man, get get up out of here. So, yeah. Uh, I agree with you, Marcellus. Radio said the GOP doesn't want to address what happened at the Capitol. As usual, no leadership or backbone, just a, a quest to hold on to power. The power of law and order. Complete joke. Exactly. That's all it is, just a complete joke. And people do not understand. They don't want to understand um, the, uh, what really took place. Because the thing is, they exposed us as Americans. And I feel pretty soon, uh, because of what happened on January the 6th, 
someone else is going to try something. And that's not a, uh, not good at all. Um, Nicole said, um, when the looting started, the shooting started. Donald J. Trump, that's what he said. That's exactly what he said. So, uh, Marcella said, nobody of this country will, but we would, we would treat them. Yeah, exactly. We will treat them differently. Um, you're exactly right because the thing is, these folks have gone too far. Let's call it like it is a terrorist group. A terrorist group. That's all it is a terrorist group. And if I'm not mistaken, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't heard uh, America say they was a terrorist group. I've heard a couple of Senate say it, but have they certified it as a terrorist group? I can tell you one country that, that have uh, certified um, Proud Boys as a terrorist group. Canada did. They have them uh, listed as a terrorist organization. But what's taking America so long to to um, to call it like it is? Why they not doing it? For the simple fact, most of them is part of it. That's why it's so hard to get stuff passed. Because most of them part part of it. That's just like Marjorie. She's part of QAnon, been a part of it for for years. Uh, no, they were a Trump terrorist group. Yeah, but uh, it came out today, and I'm sure uh, radio probably heard about it. But Canada declared the Proud Boys a terrorist group because they are in Canada also. So I'm sure they won't try that in Canada. Yeah, it'll be a different uh, story up in Canada. Um, the House Republican Minority Leader let let that whack job Marjorie Taylor Green off with a flap on the wrist. See, I'm I'm trying to do better, um, trying to do better. But the Democrats gonna stick, gonna stand up, and they're gonna get her a spell from from uh, the House. They're gonna get her out of there. Uh, Nicole said they're always saying what what about? I'm sick of the what about I I agree with you, Nicole. I do. I'm like, hey, call it like it is. Just like when they was in um, Charlottesville a couple of years ago. Instead of Trump calling them out, this fool said it's good people and bad people on both sides. 
But who was there causing the problem? It was a peaceful protest until they showed up. So, yeah, call them like it is a terrorist group. I already know I'm going to get some um, get some comments on, on, on my pages. That's fine. I don't care. But since you're there, just like, share, subscribe, send it, let your friends know, click the notification for you know we're on. Uh, we're on Sunday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Time. So definitely um, enjoy the show. Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you will learn something. Um, Radio said, luckily, here in Canada, there are right-wing nut jobs. Can't arm themselves. But they are here. They are here. Um Marcella said, do you understand why they can't call them out? Because they are looking at themselves in the mirror. And the percentage of people turning themselves in are very low. And what's going to happen is, I said it before, what's going to happen, they're going to make deals And that's when it's going to roll down the hill. We're going to find out exactly who they are. Marjorie Green, she already, we know what she stands for. Like I said last night, when uh, the mother of one of the people that was killed in the the mass shooting, she talked to her. I I played one of the videos last night, um, the soundbite. But she talked to Marjorie Green and she asked the straight up front, do you believe in those conspiracy theory that you're talking about, about no plane hit the, the towers and um, about the shooting was the stage at Sandy Hook and, and the other places? And Marjorie told her no. She did not believe it. But you would not go on record publicly to say this is wrong. Welcome, Neva Patel. Uh, been a while since I've seen your name, but I always see you pop in. Uh, you can always chat with us. We don't bite. You can always chat with us in the chat room and uh, let us know your comments. Um, but definitely, um, it's... Um, Marjorie, she just need to go on and resign. Make it easy for yourself. Go on and resign. Because once the next election come up, we see how Georgia roll. And we're going to have Georgia to make sure they vote you out. So make it easy for yourself. Go ahead and resign. I would. You look like a bigger person if you if you go ahead and step down and stop uh, spitting out all these lies that you're talking about and refuse to tell the truth. That's why a lot of politicians have 
have a uh, history of um, not being honest with people. Uh, <laughs> Nicole said, yeah, she's a nut job. Yes, she is. I agree with you. I think she doing it just for the just for the fun of it. Um, and then on top of that, like I said, yesterday she raised, she asked their followers to help raise $50,000 at six o'clock yesterday morning. Later on, she tweeted and said, well, we had a hundred. Can we get to 125,000? And I'm like, folks are still donating to her. See, that's the scary part about it. Because so many people believe in this nonsense that she's talking about. Oh, excuse me. That water is good. Um, Radio said a few of our politicians had to resign for traveling over the Christmas holidays when there was a travel ban. But Marjorie can make social media posts calling for violence and keep her job in D.C.? Yeah. See, Canada don't play when it comes down to their politics. They made them resign for traveling over the Christmas holidays because it was a ban. How many people did we hear um, travel after, after issuing a ban on traveling, like Felston, the brother, I think he was out of Michigan or something. He um, ended up, um, um, they told him, well, he, he put out a ban about traveling and he decided to travel. But guess what? He didn't want the people to travel, but he would have hung out with his family for Thanksgiving, a family tradition. I would love to be with my family. But unfortunately, I can't. And majority of my family is here. I would love to hang out with my friends. But unfortunately, I can't. So that's that's just the way they are. You can tell people what to do, but you got to be a leader. Do what you're asking the people to do. So if all this didn't happen, then the question is, where did you get your information from? I'm going to get to that in a minute. I'm going to get to that in just a minute. Because... Like I said, tonight is is not a good one. Um, So I'm actually going to skip a story. Um, Let's talk about Miss Ashley Vanderbilt. Um, I mentioned her before. I could not think of her name at the time. Um, But Miss Ashley... Um, she was recently on CNN and she been making her rounds, um, making her rounds on, uh, different 
New South Living. So with Miss Ashley, she's from um, Murder Beach, South Carolina. And she believed anything Kuan talked about, the conspiracy theory. Now, the thing is, she actually um, got involved from looking at TikTok. She started paying attention to some of Trump's speeches. And as she paid attention to them, she liked some of the stuff he was saying, uh, like China going to take over the country. And if if Biden was elected, uh, China was going to take over um, all type of stuff. Just all type of stuff. And as um, matter of fact, I'm going to see if I can play this video up here. I don't have my iPad in here with me, but I'm going to see if I can pull it up and let y'all hear it for yourself. Because now, now I will say this. Um, she's doing things different now. She have a different thought of mind. She's not about that conspiracy no more. But She's doing it uh, completely different. Let me see if this thing is going to play and let y'all listen to it. And this is courtesy of uh, CNN. Hold on. Got to play these commercials first. So um, now this is a strong, uh, was once a Trump supporter. When President Biden was sworn in, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. I was just crying. I mean, I couldn't stop like that ugly cry that you do. It just kept going, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I'm seeing the funeral of our country. And instantly, I went into panic mode. I had to call my mom, and I just told her, "I was like, we're all gonna die. We're gonna be owned by China." And I was like, "I might have to pull my daughter out of school because they're gonna take her." I was scared to death. Ashley Vanderbilt, a South Carolina mom who says she lost her job early in the pandemic, fell deep down the QAnon conspiracy theory rabbit hole before November's election. How did you get into this world and go down this rabbit hole? Well, I started seeing TikToks and I didn't know that it was conspiracy things. I just thought it was they were telling me something that nobody else knew. So then I would reach out to different friends of mine that were bigger Trump supporters. I would say, you know, I, I saw this on TikTok. What do you think? And they'd start sending me YouTube videos. They would start sending me different Facebook Live videos. And one thing led to another. I just went down this rabbit hole learning all this stuff. But I mean, what have we heard the last four or five years? Don't watch the news. Fake news, fake news. I don't watch the news. I don't read newspapers. Like, I don't do anything. I've always been someone that you just tell me what to do and I do it. I grew up being told we were Republicans, so I've always been that straight red ticket. How do you think that videos like this started showing up in your feed? Well, originally I was just following, like, entertainment stuff. But sometime when maybe people started, like, campaigning, I started liking a lot of Trump posts and things that were anti-Biden. And the algorithm must have just brought that kind of stuff to me. You mentioned how important prayer is to you, how important God is to you. Do you think QAnon is becoming a religion for some people? 
I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Cause people that are really Christians, they know that you can't put anyone above God. Even the groups that I was in, I was like, I'm going to these more than, you know, I go to church once a week. I'm up here for two hours every single night, like committed to these. And I was like, that's probably not right. And then I started thinking, am I putting even Trump above God? Trump can do no wrong. There's excuses for everything. Right before the inauguration, you didn't believe Biden was really going to get sworn in. No, I expected a blackout. I expected the TV to go black and nothing to work. And so we wouldn't see anything. The assumption of what would happen would be that most of the Democratic leaders there, quite a few of the Republican leaders, all the Hollywood elite that had attended, they'd all be arrested. The military's going to haul them off. They said that Trump opened back up Guantanamo Bay. And then the military would run the country, put us in martial law because the left would come too unhinged and they'd be a danger to us. And then Trump would come back when the government was rebuilt. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> but you believed it. I did. And then Biden got sworn in. Mm -hmm. How did you feel? I was devastated. The belief among QAnon supporters that Biden would not be inaugurated was wrong. Ashley Vanderbilt realized she had bought into a conspiracy theory. Well, I was wrong. How do you feel now knowing that you believed all this stuff? It's weird. I think I spent a lot of time this year isolated from everybody you know i've just been home a lot i've lost my job last april in 2020 and i was super depressed and i think in a way i probably lost touch with a little bit of reality and that almost like common sense and so i'm not so much embarrassed for what i believed but i mean i feel foolish i'm stressed out all the time so my home life like with my four-year-old i feel like i definitely had a lot less patience with her there would just be times where i would just snap i would just get so upset with her so i i've had to apologize to her a lot for being like i'm sorry for just even getting hateful towards you like it is not you it is me i got my own stuff going on i mean you must be happy that for your daughter's sake that you've been able to get out of this yeah she needs her mom <laughs> and i wasn't 100 percent there like i should have been a spokesperson for TikTok said the company is committed to countering misinformation and content promoting QAnon is not allowed on its platform. After finding QAnon true TikTok, Ashley said the only thing that might have pulled her out of it before the inauguration was if Trump spoke out against it. I was the biggest Trump supporter there was. If he were to have said something and if he were to just say Q's illegitimate, nothing's real in there, I think some people would leave. Maybe not all the people that are way too far into it, but I think it would help a lot of... It would have helped you? Mm hmm I thought the world of him. So if he would have said, that's not real, I'm not coming back, it is over, I would have believed him. That was uh, a clip from CNN Business of Ashley Vanderbilt out of um, Murder Beach, South Carolina. Um, that tells you how insane or how i won't say insane i would say how some people are brainwashed and to believe in some of this stuff uh, i agree with you marcella smith yep she's a controlled thinker because like she said she was a big supporter of trump but if he would have came out if he would have came out and said, this stuff is not true, she would have left. And I believe there are so many people that is um, 
um, dealing with the same thing like her. Uh, China was going to um, take over. Hold on. I had to go back to my phone. I didn't want to leave Nicole there. I'm on there and they sending messages or something. But um, I feel that a lot of people are sending this and they don't think for themselves. They allow people to think for them. And that's a problem within itself. Sometimes just a little bit of research just a little bit would take you a different way. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy how uh, crazy how they do. These people don't care. Yeah, you have some people that may be like, you know what? This is not right. Then you have some people that would still believe it especially the ones that are profiting off of it because they feel like it's such a great profit. They make good money telling people what they want to hear. That's kind of like some of the churches back in the old days. They said, you pay for what you want that, that pastor to say to you. I thank God for, for my church because um, Pastor Haynes, Dr. Haynes, he's right on point. Um, I remember when I came there, I felt like he was talking to me and I never, first time there. Now I have to talk about this story at a different time though. Um, and how she said Started off, she was listening to it on TikTok. Then when she started reaching out to folks, they started sending her information on YouTube, links and stuff. And she's watching these links. So you got to be careful how you feed in your mind. One of the greatest pastors I know, um, Marcus D. King over at DC3. He preached a sermon one time. He said, how you start, what you start listening to in the morning would be the outcome of your day. Because if you getting up and you setting the tone for your day by listening to different type of music, if you listen to something positive, it's going to give you a positive vibe all day. But if you go and listen to uh, some hardcore rap, that's going to put you in that, that mindset. That's why for me, myself, y'all don't know half of the stuff I've, I've gone through and going through. I have to listen to gospel all the time. You get up in my vehicle, hey, it's gospel. I don't care. It's gospel because I have to stay in my right frame of mind. And I'm, I'm sure I have folks probably talk about it. That was pre-COVID because nobody ride with me now. Uh, Nicole say, that's right. You have to. Um, Radio said, I've seen some YouTube channels change their format to promote 
this garbage just to get more viewers and subscribers. It turned turn into an industry. Say, one thing about me, and when I first got started doing this, I was like, oh, I'm going to have all these followers. I have all these followers already following me on Facebook and all of this. It's going to be great. But I had to learn. And um, like I told y'all about uh, uh, one of our followers, uh, Charles Hunt, who passed away uh, in December, I believe. He would always send me encouraging words at the right time. It been times where I wanted to give this up because I look at the numbers sometimes. I'm like, man, I should have more followers than this. And there been times when I wanted to get wrong about some things. I'm talking about just flat out wrong. But then I said, you know what? That's not me. I don't care about the numbers. If I'm helping someone, encouraging someone, that's more important to me than the numbers and the followers. That's what's important to me. Because a lot of this information that I give out, a lot of people won't hear about it for a while. That's kind of like I used to listen to... um, Warren Ballot time on on Series X when I drove trucks. And he used to talk about different stories that went on in the world. And I'm like, man, if I didn't if I didn't listen to him, I never would have heard about it. Kind of like the movie um Fruitville Station. I heard about that about a year before that movie came out. Heard about it on Warren Ballantyne's show. Happened one New Year's Eve. Brother and his fans and his uh, girlfriend and some friends went to watch the fireworks. They get go to the free field station, get on the train. This guy he had a problem with in the past. And this dude was in the midst of changing his life around. He'd been in and out of jail, sold drugs. He was changing all of that. And him and this guy got into it. Police come. They they got into a fight. Police come get him off the train. He's laying on the ground. Laying on the ground. Handcuffed. The... um, uh, police station end up the uh, policemen up shooting them, and um, end up shooting him and killing him. I'm trying to get the guy's name. Um, who the story is about? Um, Oscar Grant. Oscar Grant is the guy's name. 
Oscar Grant III was a 22-year-old African-American man who was killed in the early morning um, by the BART police officer, Johannes Masav or something. It's right outside of Oakland, California. So when I'm talking about these stories, this is nothing I just decided in the last year. I've been listening to this for years. This incident actually happened uh, back in 2009. Happened New Year's. He died uh, New Year's Day 2009. Here it is. It's 2021. I've been listening to stories like this for a long time. That's why I'm so passionate about it, because I don't see nothing have changed. Thank you, Nicole. I, I didn't even realize you put the name up, but I had Google it. And um, uh, Oscar Grant is his name. And I listened to that story. Then when that movie came out, when my wife and I watched that movie, I knew about it. But when it got to the point of him being, being shot and killed, she had to cover her face. Because on some things, they were showing real live stuff of the videos that was taken. But this man was, was in handcuffs, shot and killed. So should we defund the police? Yeah. If they don't know how to um, uh, protect and serve everyone, we need to make a change. This has been going on way too long. Like I said, I heard about this story in 2009. Now just imagine how many unarmed black people have been killed since 2009 just made 12 years new year's day but people don't want to listen to the truth they don't want to hear the truth when we talk about this only thing they want to hear is what they want to hear Oh, we shouldn't defund the police, but this been going on for so long. When will it change? When will it change? Um. So it it it's definitely it's crazy. Um, the officer was convicted second degree murder, voluntary manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter, and, and gun enhancement. Um, he was found a uh, jury guilty verdict of gun enhancement charge overturned by the trial judge. Um, I guess they originally. I guess they was uh, awarded fifty million, original twenty five million lawsuit by brought by John Barris against Bart on behalf of Grant family. 
grandmother and daughter. Oh, it was settled for $2.8 million. And uh, his father's lawsuit was denied. But that was in 2009. In 2021, we're still dealing with it. The original lawsuit was for $25 million, a wrongful death claim. And... Um, Uh, it also settled with several Grant's friend who has sued for damage because of police brutality. So this is, um, this is crazy. Um, Nicole said police brutality has been around for years on, on old sitcoms like Safford and son. Yep. They will talk about it. Sure. It is. Sure did. People was surprised about Rodney King. Only reason why they were surprised about it because it was on video. But people are going to believe what they want to believe. They feel like it's no problems. Um, Marcella said, um, it is so sad. We raise our children in this corrupt system. We teach them to be fearful of the law instead of respecting it. Exactly. That's why I said about the nine-year-old baby the other day. Here it is. She's calling out for her father and telling him, I will cooperate with you. I want to see my dad first. I want to talk to my dad. But let the truth be told, the cop probably got mad because she calling out for her dad. She probably He probably felt like she was making it up. Um, Marcella said this, this mess is deeply rooted. We got to get it, get it out, but you can't when you got other protecting it. That's why we need to vote. We definitely need to vote and make sure we make a difference in it. Uh, I'm disappointed with the city of DeSoto. I'm not disappointed about the, um, the results of the election because the ones that came out and voted, they voted for the person that they felt was best for them. But to have 38,000 people in that city and only about 3,300 of them showed up to vote, that's a disappointment. 8.55% showed up to vote. Like I said, I don't know who, I don't care who you voted for as long as you voted. But to have a low turnout like that. And the sad part, it's like that every local election. I know because I've been involved with them. I know people that that actually um, run the polls. My mom ran the poll. Now my niece tuck it over for her. So yeah, I'm a I'm aware of it. Uh Nicole said, like you said earlier, they don't consider us human. They are the same people from the Jim Crow era. They some of them are the same people, especially some of these old old elected officials are from the Jim Crow era. But now they their grandkids, great grandkids. 
they just picking up the baton that Jim Crow left off. That's all they doing. That's why we need to vote them out. That's why we need to get rid of them. Um, radio says some people don't want society to involve the airline industry. It's one of the safest way to travel because they were not allowed to investigate themselves. The police should also strive to be better. I agree with you. When the airline mess up, FAA come in. They do the investigation. And they hold them accountable. That's why I think the cities that, that had a community review board, oversight board, like Dallas do, I think it's, it's a good thing. I don't mind paying a little extra taxes to to have a community board like that. Uh, welcome to the show, Nick Cal, who is um, uh, watching on Facebook. Um, um, so definitely, um, I, I just feel that at some point, we have to take a stand. We have to take a stand, hold people accountable for their action, and as for um, Ashley uh, Vanderbilt, I'm glad she realized. I hate that it took so long before she realized it, that something was wrong with that mess, but I'm glad she finally did realize, hey, now... Hopefully she will use the knowledge that she have and use it for the for the for better to help other people to explain to them. Don't get in that in that uh, web of lies. And then not only that, hopefully she taking counseling. Hopefully she taking counseling. Now also about Fruitville, uh, Oscar Grant. I don't know if they still doing it. I will have to pull it up and see. But they end up, uh, at one point, they was having a a protest every year at um, on New Year's Day. They was having it every year, him for his daughter, um, so I don't know if that's if they had it this year. I know it's a little bit different with COVID. Um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see if. Um, well, I guess somebody did a. Uh, this happened this year. Uh, I guess during the city council meeting, someone held up a sign uh, protesting the DA decision not to charge second officer and officer grant. And this was what well, that was in 2014. So I don't know if they still having the protest. I didn't see anything about it. But I know in the movie Fruitville, Fruitville Station, uh, they definitely talked about it. Uh, every year they was holding it. 
And uh, if you haven't seen the movie, definitely watch the movie. It gives you real accurate information. And um, once you get down to the shooting, you will see... um, you will see um, um, some some real time video of the shooting that night. So definitely take the time out to um, to um, take a look at. It. And I'm trying to see because this um, my mind is blank. Like I said tonight, it's really not a good night, but we we made it through it. It's it's good. Um, trying to um, uh, what's the name played in the movie? Um, he actually starred in it. He played Oscar Grant. Um, man, what is my mind is all over the place tonight. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. That was one of his first movies um which he did great in it uh michael b jordan plays oscar grant which was really good and it had um and it was produced by forrest whitaker so the movie was good um and what is her name I cannot, I'm telling you, my mind is all over the place tonight. Um, Octavia Spencer played Mike, um, played uh, Oscar Grant mother. So it's definitely a great movie. Definitely pull it up. You should be able to find it on your streaming service and um, take a look at it. If you haven't seen it, um, definitely take a look at it. But man, this has been a a great night tonight, Wednesday night. Um, tomorrow night, Miss Risky will be back on. Oh, one other story I need to hit on before we go. So it came out today that Pollard, um, yes, he is, but he didn't play in the movie. He produced the movie. He didn't play in it. He produced it. One of the producers on the movie. So he's definitely, I like him from, um, uh, golly, what was that? Man, my mind is just messed up tonight. Um, Jason Lyric. I like him when he played in Jason Lyric's. Um, so he he's always a good actor. And he's doing some great things. But he actually produced that movie, and it's it's based on it on a real life event. And people probably seen that movie, and they like, oh, that's a good movie. But it's real, it's real. Um, and um, I was looking at um, trying to see uh. It actually, the movie did pretty good. It had a budget of nine hundred thousand. At the box office, it is seventeen point four. But 
I feel like it should have probably should have done more, but it's a great movie. It tell you the accuracy of the movie. They did they research on the incident and they played it just like it happened. So Fruitfield Station, uh, definitely check it out. Uh, it won't disappoint you. Um, like I said, this actually happened in uh, 2009, this incident, and um, hold on, I'm, I copy and paste something and it put all type of stuff up here. Um, so uh, this incident actually happened in 2009, but it actually, uh, I don't know why they call it. Uh, hold on. I think I messed up on something. It's on Netflix. Um, so definitely um, check it out. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. It's a great movie. Matter of fact, I think I need to go and watch it again. It's been a while, but it's a great movie. That's the name of the movie, Fruitville Station. Uh, definitely check it out. And um, Fruitvale Station. Um, but check it out. It's a great movie. Won't it'll, it'll change your mind, though, on, um, on what's going on. So um, earlier today came out uh, Paula CEO John Mazie. Uh, say he'd been terminated by the board. And he's a little bit upset, I understand, but hey, he's no longer part of them anymore. So uh, he said, I didn't participate in this decision. Uh, Paula has terminated CEO John Mitz, according to a memo Mitz said, sent to staffers that has been obtained by Fox News. On January 29, 2021, the Paula Board, controlled by Rebecca Mercer, decided to immediately terminate my position as CEO of Paula. I did not participate in this decision, uh, Metz wrote. Um, I understand that those who now control the company have made some communication to employees and other third parties that have unfortunately created confusion and prompt me to make a public station, uh, statement. So, um, they said he wrote that over the past few months, he has been met with consistent resistance to his original vision for the social media platform following Amazon Web Service decision is shut down, pollard down uh, for failure to moderate um, content related to the January 6th Capitol riot. Over the past few months, I met constantly resisting to my product uh, vision, my strong belief in free speech, and my view of how the Polar site could be managed. For example, I advocate for more product stability and what I believe is a more effective approach to content moderation. Well, Hey, you believe in it, you got it, they got your job. So 
that's enough on that. But hey, like I said at the beginning of the show, please uh, keep me and my family in prayer uh, during this time. And tomorrow night, Miss Risky will be in the house. Um, will be in the house, and um, uh, we're having another prayer call tomorrow. If any of my family that was not on the prayer call today that want to be on it tomorrow, uh, reach out to family members, get the information, and go from there. Um, so until tomorrow night, I love each and every one of you. Until then, peace.